0: Yo, yo, yo. What up, everybody? All right. So today is uh Monday. I think it's November 9th, 11, 9, 2020. Fastly approaching motherfucking Thanksgiving, man. I mean, when I say it's fast approaching, I mean, Thanksgiving is what, like, less than 20 days away. So one of my more favorite holidays. I don't know how I'm going to be spending. I got, I got this wild urge and itch to go to Las Vegas but we'll see how that pans out maybe I'll just go up north man. but I don't know if everything's shut down up in San Fran I mean it doesn't really do much for me I mean there's stuff to see and do over there but I also like drinking and eating and right now that's kind of Off limits here in Cali, but regardless, you know, today is Victory Monday. Um, It is officially Victory Monday, as we all, as we all know. News broke I think Saturday morning about Joe Biden, Uh, and the internet was completely and totally. on fire. All the memes, you know, the absolute jubilation. I wanted to go out and party, but I think I'm gonna wait till the January twentieth. My head to LA and just be part of something, you know, that fundamentally was right for the country. Uh I have expressed on many occasions I did not care for Donald Trump. I did not care how he ran things. Matter of fact I kind of figured that Uh, the way he was trending, uh, I think it was just better. Overall, this was better for the United States, you know, we got rid of him and, you know, it just, it it was, he's a dark blemish. Like I said, I, I, I'm not going to get too much into politics this episode, but The GOP, the Republican Party, has now put forward two very bad presidents uh, in a row. Possibly a third if you count George Bush Sr. Um, and that's just what it is. I mean, the, the the level of disgust and disdain I have for George Bush, the level of disgust and disdain I have for uh, Trump, you know... Is, It would be very hard for me to even consider Anybody on the Republican Party As you know Okay they're better than The Democrats I mean the Democrats would really have to fumble the ball In the next 20-30 years but I don't think they are uh, For me to change Even change my mind even slightly So with that said As far as I know, Donald Trump does not want to admit that Joe Biden is the winner. I think he's intent on letting things fucking further seep into chaos. He's trying to drag down the entire Republican Party with him. Uh, You're going to see here in the next few days, a lot of Republicans condemn him, denounce him. In order for them to get a, a leg up. On you know the Democratic president that's coming, uh, they want to, you know they're gonna have to work with him because it's just what it is. Uh, but with that said, uh, I don't know. I kind of feel like Donald Trump might he they might have to kill him. <laughs> they might have to fucking bust a cap in his ass to get him out of office because. I think he's more than intent in fucking up shit up and down on the way out. Maybe they're going to arrest him. I don't know. Uh, But I don't don't see him being the type to admit defeat. Let alone, he's already claiming like a lot of, that they stole the election from him. But, supposedly they stole the election. uh, But there's no evidence. They say that hundreds of millions of ballots came in from where they don't even say from where Uh, but anyways well that said I have now watched and finished and I want to talk about a couple of things Uh, the Raiders won yesterday over the LA scrubs Uh, and actually you know what I've been seeing the Los Angeles Chargers highlights over the last couple of weeks Damn near beating Casey, damn near beating Denver, damn near beating us. They have clinched defeat from the jaws of victory now, I think like four or five times. Uh, my main concern for the Chargers going forward is they have to protect the young quarterback. Uh, obviously, he's trending upwards. And you just can't have him. Taking the hits Like he took yesterday You can't have him Out there You can't leave him Out there to crucify him By himself Because In three or four years When You know He's battered and broken you had to go Start Over from scratch The quarterback You know it's, it's A hard hard thing to do But you know If they're gonna do that You know More power to them I mean I don't really care That's not my team But they played the The Vegas Raiders Yesterday The Vegas Raiders And we came out victorious, 31-26. Two defended passes in the end zone. To, But I don't know. That's another thing. They should have ran it. I think there was four straight passes into the end zone. No, actually, two straight passes into the end zone. Uh, But uh, you know what? Maybe they're right. Maybe they couldn't run it. Wait, you got that kid out there with some legs. I don't know why they didn't run a bootleg. Um, maybe the Raiders were preparing for that. Uh, who knows? But either way, the Raiders came out victorious. We now sit at 5-3. Uh, we're in the playoff hunt. I think we're like the sixth team. And we've beaten the Chiefs. You know, we got Denver coming up. Hopefully we can stick a fork in them turds. Uh, there's a lot of moving pieces in the NFL right now. The Bucs absolutely got walloped, whopped by the New Orleans Saints yesterday. I watched a little bit of that game. Uh, you know, and I hear now that the NBA is ready to start up come Christmas. I think those are going to be our first games. so... You know... Back to it... The Lakers didn't have much of an... Op- well... They had a huge break in between... The season and then... They had a minimal... Uh... that a short and condensed... Season... They, they went straight to playoffs... And... Now we're... They're gonna start over the season... Which... It should be actually already started up... But... They just finished... So... They had to get a little bit of off... But they're gonna start up in December... Um and you know I look forward to the Lakers already getting back to it. Who knows when the Dodgers are going to start cuz usually they don't start till uh, June-ish So they might get a full off season. Who knows. Uh but the coronavirus needs to get under control that way they can get these fans back into the into the stands, into the stand. I mean, I want to go celebrate with the Dodgers and the Lakers. I'm probably going to go buy a, a game ticket or two this year, you know, to at least see the Dodgers and at least see the Lakers, you know, if uh, if possible. You know, I don't know if they're going to still be stuck in a bubble. But with all that said, with all that said as well, you know, I, fin- I finished watching Blue Exorcist both seasons 1 and 2 season 2 is mildly shorter than season 1 uh, which is, it is okay I mean I, I really liked it I didn't think it was that uh, I really felt that the, the story of the Blue Exorcist is really now starting to dig deep uh, all the characters are set you see the long overall plan that's going on and the story uh, to me, this was like a filler, a filler arc. Like they're trying to get season three up and on its feet, and season two was just kind of like, okay, this was to buy them some time, I think. Goddamn fucking windshield wipers go off and on in my old ass pickup just for no random ass reason. Anyways, I I watched that, and then I also watched Blood of Zeus. Uh, I finished off that one, and. I started and finished off. That one is a good one, too. So... Blood of Zeus... We're going to start with Blue Exorcist. Because I watched that one... You know, I've been watching that one for a minute. I finished it off. Uh, Rin and Yukio... Okamura... uh, The two brothers... They took a step back from season one. Like... I guess... Rin's powers, uh, kind of des I de- I don't know how you would say they kind of descended a little bit in the fact that he didn't have any confidence in his abilities. All and even since season one, they were trying to get him to do uh to light the candles on fire, just using having full control of his blue flames, and he couldn't do it. Uh, he finally did it towards the end, but he didn't have the greatest of confidence. Uh, Everybody was, even in the beginning of season two, everybody was really, you know, like scared of him because, you know, he's half, he's half the son of Satan and half human. So they don't know which way he's going to go. So, but he insists that he's, you know, more human than demonic. So with that said, his powers have descended a little bit. And he is struggling to control it. Meanwhile, Yukio is struggling to find his footing as far as his role kind of in life. They're kind of struggling to... You know, he's he's just struggling. He sees his brother climbing, his older brother, and he's lagging. And he kind of sees... You know, he's got part of the demon in him as well. Uh, The one thing they didn't make clear that I was kind of wondering about is the end of season one. When they end up fighting their grandpa. And all of that stuff happens where they drain the blood of Rin. And they summon the Gehenna Gate. There's like almost no recollection for them between the two brothers about that incident. It's almost like they went unconscious during the episode. Uh, because Yukio doesn't really know that he's got all the demon powers in him as well in the second season. He knows he's still on track to becoming an exorcist, like a full blown exorcist. And Rin knows it as well. But they're kind of... don't. I don't think they really, really recall too much of season one into season two. Other than the surrounding characters. They got them on lockdown. They're like, you know what? They got to watch. And Rin the whole time is under... If he lets his blue flames get out of control, he can get... They'll kill him. The Vatican and... Uh, the... The Knights of the True Cross, whatever they're called. Uh... But in, the, in this second season It's only like 12 or 14 episodes long They travel to a different Section of You know Religion They travel to the Buddhist religion The first episode is heavily surrounded by The Christian religion And the second they, they're surrounded by Buddhism and different things And the two sects don't really get along the buddhists and the christians so it's kind of interesting they're going back and forth about that uh the miasma from the the impure king what they have is the two eyes the left eye and the right eye which are separated but mysteriously some dudes got the left eye and they're and they're trying to get to the right eye and so they get sent to a temple to go guard it and the story kind of takes off that Bond's father is the son of the, the head priest who guards the right eye and but his father is kind of like a, a drunk and kind of like kind of a goofball when it comes to religion but that's only because he's guarding the secrets of you know the temple and that the secret happens to be the impure king is hiding underneath the temple. They were able to remove to remove the left and right eye from him and, and really and actually I don't think it's the left and right eye. I think it's actually his heart. They split it in half but they seal it away from him so he can't gain full strength. But the body is hiding under the temple and that's the job of Bond's father is to forever never let that Impure King come back to me So he has to lie and and do all kinds of shady shit You know, to To stop people from, you know, prying into their business So the story goes on a little bit, you know Everybody kind of has a feeling towards how season one ended, you know Shimmy, like, loses her ability to use uh, her her familiar so does the uh, Tiny Brows so does everybody everybody's got this little thing like that has some self-doubt going on and it really it really comes down to they just they all got really shooken up about the ending of season one and you know it's just like they're like wow like you know, they really they really took a beating. So, in this season, they all kind of go through a little, little bit of trials, a little bit of struggles. To build themselves back up. You know, they travel to Bond's... You know, he's got issues with his dad. As in many animes, there's some sort of issue with the dad. I don't know what the deal is with that. But, I guess it's a cultural thing. You know. But anyways the story evolves some more and you come to find out that there's a plot to get the left eye and the right eye together and it actually happens. The Impure King rises and ascends and uh, he's born again. And the, the Impure King is just a mass of what I want to say is like fungus or whatever or I don't know if they really explain what his body is. It's like poisonous. The miasma, whatever it is. Anything it touches, it grows more into the Impure King. So once it starts growing, it kind of like snowballs into a catastrophic event. Anyways, as the story goes on... And this is where I kind of feel that the story is ultimately heading. uh, Mephisto is right there chilling, watching. Uh he is... Perhaps pulling the strings. And even since season one... He's pulling the strings... Behind the scenes. Using Rin and Yukio... To do what? I'm not 100% certain yet. And that's kind of the mystery behind it. But he's... uh, Mephisto is pulling the strings... Of everything. I think he anticipated... The Impure King coming to fruition... He sends Rin to, you know, to slay the Impure King. And, you know, Rin does. Eventually, the Impure the King rises and sends the power probably within, like, two episodes. And then they slay him in, like, the third. But, you know... Mephisto is just watching And I think he's taking in All the fact that That yeah you know Rin is out there He's killed He's already taken down One of the brothers He's taken down You know He ends up slaying the Impure King And then he took down I think The girl Hits up Mephisto And tells him like You know It's not just a coincidence That Rin shows up And he kills Three different Demon entities Like in a row And that the fact that Mephisto is the one that stood up for him to like have him at the school to get him in the cram lessons and get him on the battlefield. And while Mephisto denies it, uh, the plot seems, and I think the plot seems that he's going to, Mephisto is going to use Rin and Yukio to eliminate all the major players in the battlefield Possibly including Satan and leaving Mephisto to reign supreme. Uh, I think that's where it's going because, as it, as it currently stands, Rin, whether he believes it or not, he, nobody can really beat him. Uh, he's training, he's learning and stuff, but he's got all the power of Satan, but he's in a human form. So he can be killed. In that way, but in, when his blue flames, he can beat anybody. So that leads me to believe that he can also slay Satan and leave. And once you know the slaying of a Satan is over, and all the top demon kings, uh, he can get shanked in the back in human form and end him right then and there. Uh, the Blue Exorcist actually is him. But I I think it's much more complicated than that because Yukio also has the same power. So I don't know if if Mephisto knows that or is playing that card as well. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. But I think Mephisto knows what's up. And I think more or less that's the the three of them are going to hash it out at some point. Uh, But either way, you know... It was good. Yukio actually is fighting somebody else who actually absorbs demon powers. And he absorbed the phoenix power, which is the ability of rebirth and uh, revitalization. And I don't know what that guy's deal was. But I think he might come back to in Season 3. Because he wasn't actually defeated. Either by Yukio. Uh so it's interesting to find out like I said this this, series, this season was really short so I'm hoping that the season 3 that we do get actually talks a little bit more in depth about some of the things uh, but overall it's pretty good like I said i give it two thumbs up if I had a rate I'd probably say between the season 1 and 2 that I, I really liked I'd probably give it like a 7 uh, season 2 was shorter than season 1 so that kind of it's like a damn, like you know, uh, and then a, just a little bit of fact. I think they kind of like season two almost has nothing to do with season one, but it kind of sort of does a little bit. But I I kind of feel like like okay, like waiting for season three now. Let's see, find out when season three comes out. Uh, be interesting to see how Rin and yukio shake out as well as their teachers as well as mephisto so well that's it i'm going to be right back and we're going to talk a little bit about the blood of zeus which is also a short anime but i i did like it so be right back hang tight okay so i'm back so now we're going to start talking a little bit of Blood of Zeus, and then a conclusion, wrapping up some this episode, so, Blood of fucking Zeus, Uh, it's in the same, from what I've heard, it's in the same Netflix department, OG anime, that Castlevania came from, and Castlevania is good, I really love it, uh, seasons 1, 2, and 3 of Castlevania. The you know the Netflix the Netflix version of of it's fucking phenomenal, man. Um, uh, but yeah, Blood of Zeus comes from that, and I think you know for this being the starter season, is it did really good? Um, the story overall is slightly. I mean, I don't know. It depends on how much you know about the Greek gods. The politicking that goes on alongside of it. Um, I get fascinated by the Greek gods, you know, for many a reason, myself. Uh, I don't know. I just find it, you know, Zeus and Hades, Ares, you know uh Perseus, Hercules, all kinds of shit like that, all the stories you hear about it. Over the time like just I don't know, it's kind of cool. And then, you know, I got really into it when I got into uh God of War. I haven't played the newest God of War, but you know, maybe one day I will. Um But yeah, the God of War, you know, and he fights he ends up killing Zeus himself. You find out that, Krat, uh, Zeus is Kratos' father, and just like, you know, Zeus was compelled to kill his father, Kratos is compelled to kill his. And you know, Ares, for you know, the the whole story of the Greek gods is kind of fascinating, just in general. So, Blood of Zeus, uh, piggybacks off of what you already know, and they do their own story uh, with Heron and, and whatnot, but the story goes, Heron is a poor boy, uh, scraping by, mining is an ore miner for whatever reason, barely getting by in life, you know. Everybody's dogging him, dogging his ma- his mother, and, you know, you come to find out that these demons are now, like, on the rampage, and, like, they come across each other, you know, Heron and these demons, and then Heron comes into contact with Alexia, and the story goes, you know, that's pretty much what it is, uh, There is no pre-story to it per se. They kind of touch on some pre-things that happens in the past. in Forward in the story, but not in the very beginning. So, you know, the very first, you know, episode establishes that these demons are now just, they're like on the march, they're on the warpath against humans. And, you know, just. I think they want to—they want to kill the humans, or you know, per, perhaps survival of the fittest mentality. They want to, you know, put an end to, or they want to take hold of what they what they have, and they want to expand on it. Uh, but either way, you know, they come across Heron. and tussles and one and end up capturing a demon revealing to the population where Heron lives that there is a demon and then they can they actually come for Heron's mother because they think she's a demon. They end up burning her arm. Uh which I thought was kind of weird. Also I gotta note that this is supposed to be like rated mature adult. And they say there's a lot of nudity, violence and gore but I didn't see no nudity. So there's just a lot of gore. Uh, So the story goes, you know, all of a sudden there's demons, and Alexia kind of asks Heron if he if she want if he wants to join her in the battle to stop these demons, and he kind of brushes it off like no, like what the fuck, I'm gonna t- take care of my mom and that's it. Well, anyways, they recross paths. The demons actually are hunting down Alexia, and they. They somehow... Hera... Convinces the... I forgot what, his name, what they call him. The guy, they give him a specific name. The, the main villain. I don't know if it's Seraphine. Or Seraphine. He ends up killing Heron's mom. And that sends Heron like... He gets pissed. Uh... In that sense, them on their journey of like they're trying to get back at each other. Zeus steps in and prevents Heron and, and Seraphin from killing each other. Uh, Zeus convinces Heron to get some special ore from the top of a mountain, so that way you can build him a sword that can cut through anything. And Hera... Hera's mad. This is where the, the story gets a little bit jumbled a little bit. The story goes back to the past of how this happened. You find out that Heron is twin brothers with Seraphim, and they were both cast out of royalty. Um... Heron being slightly more cast out. Actually, Heron and the, his mother were saved by Zeus. Seraphine was left with the uncle, and the uncle tried to cast out the child, uh, which didn't work. But then he ends up growing, and and Seraphine ends up being hunted down with his caretaker at that point. Uh, so they both have some fucked up childhood. They both blame the gods. They're both, like, you know what? This is fucking, like, some bullshit. (laughs) Herod convinces Severin to attack Heron. And again, Zeus steps in. Saves them again from, like, killing each other. Uh, which, at which point, it's revealed that they are brothers. And that Herod... Herod... Herod's whole gripe is Zeus... Cheated on her with Hera, with the mom. Uh, and Zeus couldn't save her because of the politicking that was going on up top between Hera, the gods. Zeus, the gods are not supposed to interfere in the human lives. So it's kind of a tussle between how much Zeus can interfere, what he does, what he does in secret. Uh, Hera's watching, learning. Perseus is there. I gotta say, the sound of the show is really good. Whoever made all the sounds of the gods, and actually the art is really good. All the all the creatures look phenomenal. The colors are great. Uh, like I said, if you watch Castlevania, this is this is really good too. I, I I'm really high on this. Like, there's a lot of story, and you gotta watch it for yourself. But, um. It's really good. The story is good, the animation is good, and the sound of it is really good. And the season 1 overall is really good. You got you got a definitive ending. You got where they're going to go and you've got, you know, they've wrapped up that little story that they got. Now, it, all of this is going on. Hera is duking it out with Zeus over they're jockeying they're jockeying for position is what they're doing. You know, Hera ends up taking a hold of Seraphine and trying to convince him to remove Zeus over the fact that Zeus was fucking Heron's mom and loved her. Zeus is trying to rid Hera of all that she's doing because she's driving the demon forces using the giants, which is revealed. That's how the demons were made through the corpses of giants. They actually go back into time a little bit and show a little bit of the war between the titans and the gods, uh, and how there was a stalemate, and Zeus ended up breaking that stalemate, which I learned about in God of War that he create he creates a sword. Now, this sword was created recently but the sword of Zeus was created to slay. It only served one purpose. It was to slay Titans. However, the sword is strong enough to cut through God. So, I think that sword is going to end up coming back and biting the gods in the ass. Uh, just like it did in God of War. Just like it probably done in the mythology of the mythology of the the Greek gods. The sword of Zeus. It's a double-edged blade, man. You created, you know. If you stare into the abyss long enough, the abyss eventually stares back into you. You know, it's a double-edged sword. Uh, but anyways, in sort of towards the la- I want to say the second... Maybe like episodes 5, 6, 7, 8. It was really good. Uh, that's where these politicking... Heron finally decides that he's going to take up arms against Seraphine and he's going to help Zeus. Hera has her guy and now they're both training them up to fight amongst themselves. Now, Hera takes it a step further and commands uh, Seraphine to get the cauldron of, I don't know what cauldron he gets, but that's got the souls. It is buried like... On the deepest part of the ocean, it's got all the souls of the giants. Hera summons the giants and is on full fledged on a war path uh, to take a, to take Olympus on to take to kill Zeus. That's so what she really wants to do is kill Zeus. Uh, she's controlling these giants because she can absorb their souls, uh, or she can release and summon their souls at will. And you know, she informs him, "Look, kill Zeus, and you'll have the ocean." Which at which point the gods get divided up. Hera takes takes Ares. She takes uh, a number of gods with her at first, Poseidon, uh, and a couple of go- other gods with her. And Zeus ends up. Zeus only ends up having. Uh, Poseidon, Heron and a few other, Perseus, a few of his sons, Hermes, uh, defending Olympus. But, you know, Zeus is probably one of the stronger. I don't, you know, in all the Greek mythology and the way I look at it, Zeus isn't the strongest god. He's painted as being the most strongest god at that time, but to me, he's not. Uh, Poseidon, to me... Overall, strength-wise, probably more, and in and not, and recent days, you know, I think the balance has shifted that the sea is just unforgiving and brutal. Uh, you get tsunamis, you get hurricanes out of there, you know, we have not explored it. While lightning, pretty much, humans are sheltered from lightning. We're just not, we cannot live in the sea. Poseidon has gained strength throughout the years. Uh, at least, his relevancy to what it, what it pertains to being gods. Maybe he eventually. I mean, if we were still worshiping Greek gods now, I think Poseidon would be number one. We, we cannot we cannot tame the fuck out of the sea for not a goddamn thing. We have sort of tamed lightning. Uh, you know, many of the skyscrapers have but that's another t- another discussion for another day. But anyways, so I think you get the number 1 and number 2 gods on Olympus sides. and that is more than enough to sway the the balance of power. But you know the giant the, the giants, the titans uh, are on the rampage and they want nothing but revenge. They're motivated to kill the fuck out of Zeus. So the, the tussle goes on um, You know, which is I think that's fucking it was great, man. They showed a lot of what the gods can do power wise. Uh, You know, Poseidon summons like a fucking tsunami and he fucking engulfs the entire battlefield. Uh, Zeus piggybacks off him, he electrocutes the entire ocean, killing everything. Uh, Perseus creates a tornado just out of running in a circle, and you know there's just a lot of things they launch. They're launching. You know... I can't think of the fucking guy's name off the top of my head that... He's a... He invents shit for the gods. The different arm... Amulets and all that. I can't think of that guy's name off the top of my head. But he's also in... God of War. He helps Kratos. build some different chains, different weapons, different things he can wear. His armor. Uh... But yeah, so they... They get into a tussle now... The the Giants end up betraying Hera. And Zeus, you know. Hera and Zeus tussle a little bit. But Zeus has a soft spot for Hera. And he ends up sacrificing his being. To try to wipe out uh, a giant. Which doesn't happen. But he, he ends up sparing Hera's life. Hera flees the battlefield. And... Heron and Seraphine end up actually duking it out. Uh, Heron actually loses fighting to Seraphine, but he ends up shanking Seraphine in the heart. And they both use the cauldron to stop the giants from attacking anymore, and the battle stops there. As they start, as it progresses, the story progresses a little bit more. towards the end. Heron is alive. Olympus is tattered, but they're rebuilding. They're rebuilding. The gods are rebuilding. Zeus is sort of dead, but he's kind of living on in Heron's body. But I think Zeus is going to eventually make a comeback because I don't believe he's fully dead. Hera is still alive. Who knows what happened? Ares, uh, you know, his story is going to come to fruition as well, I think as well. But then you get introduced to Hades, and Hades is the one that actually had been pulling the strings behind the curtains, and he has Seraphine in his corner, and he's—I think he's going to spare him a grisly fate, but to do the bidding of Hades, uh, you know, who knows what Hades is going to demand of him. I love that they talked about, you know, Medusa and it just uh, the overall, the blood of Zeus The anime is really good. I, I really liked it. Um, I kind of feel like season two, season two, if they can do, you know, what they did in season one and I think touch on some of these other characters' side stories, like I like to see uh, more Hades. I like to see more Ares. Uh, i like to see more Hermes and, you know, Zeus, Zeus to make a comeback. Uh, any number of things can happen, and it should happen. I, I think they did a phenomenal job. The, like I said, the blood of Zeus, to me, it was up there. It's just as good as Castlevania. Um, and I, I skipped over, skipped over a lot of stuff in the story. You gotta watch it yourself. Uh... But yeah, I gave it two thumbs up, man. I really, I really liked it. Like the music, the music score to it is fucking badass as well, man. I mean, I, I like that type of shit. Though. I mean, if you don't really give a fuck about God of War and fucking, you know, I liked Clash of Titans. I even liked Wrath of Titans. I, I fucking liked. Uh, I liked this obviously. I liked a lot of shit that has to do with Greek mythology, um, the Roman Empire, and all of that. Uh, I can find you know I like staying at Cedar It's just something. Something about that. Those ancient gods is fucking fascinating. Um, the story behind them. Uh, me I you know, I played God of War one, two, and three, for like four, like probably three or four years, straight. Like, and I played God of War multiple times through trying to do shit just differently, trying to, you know, the challenge of the, you know, the Olympic challenges and all that, like, I like, you know, Ben Hur, too, is a good, good story as well, even though, you know, Hercules as well, if you watch Hercules back in the day and Xena the Warrior Prince, it got a lot to do with the Greek gods as well, uh, I mean, it's been sprinkled in, you know, and this is no different, I really liked it, so, you know. And like I said, it's two thumbs up for me, man. I mean, it, I think it's eight or ten episodes long. I don't really know. But it, overall, it's really good. Uh, the story of it, the, twi- the little twist and turns, the plot twist. Uh, Zeus, for all intents and purposes, dies at the end. He fucking blows himself up, which is kind of gnar. <laughs> that shit was. I, I don't know the sounds that they have in it really match what was happening. But I don't think they can make a uh, fucking better sounds to shit, especially when fucking Perseus is running. That shit sounded like he was going a hundred miles an hour or like a thousand miles an hour. Uh, and then Zeus's lightning bolts were dashing, you know, as well. I mean. Phenomenal, phenomenal anime through and through. Like I say, take a watch. I gotta give it like an eight and a half, almost a nine out of a ten. I I think it was just a hair short. And uh, I think if we're gonna get into the nuts and bolts of it, uh, they didn't introduce everybody, they kind of leave you to. Figure out who everybody is. I mean, maybe if you don't know nothing about you, would be like, who the fuck is that guy? What is he doing? Or what? Like, I know who Ares was right away, but they don't really ex- explicitly say who Ares is in the series. You're led to believe that that's possibly Hades, but it's not because he's a full-on fucking warrior. And but I—that's something I can tell. They don't. They also don't actually say Poseidon. I don't believe in the series. And then again, you'd have to. You can, as an adult, you can figure out who that is. Um, but then again, if you're like a young kid, you wouldn't know. Like you'd be lost to shit in some of this, and then you would be like, you know, Zeus is transforming; he was an old guy, he was a fucking bird. Like it wouldn't make that much sense. I mean, if for the younger kids that don't know not shit about the Greek gods and, and why Zeus is. Uh, and you know, an eagle or an owl, and Hera is a is a crow or a raven. You wouldn't know. You these are things that you would be like, what the fuck? Like, you'd be kind of lost a little bit. Even I, even myself, I don't know all the Greek gods' names and, and their attributes, because there's there is a god for everything. They didn't get into uh, Athena is not in here, as well. Uh, just why kind of surprising because Athena you know, the god of love. Uh, you know, she's a big player, she's not even mentioned. So, I, you know, I really, I re- that's why I really hope they do a little bit. They actually touched on the sisters of Fate a little bit, but they didn't really say that they were sisters, uh, or maybe they did. Um, but they also play a big role in it. Uh, they didn't, you know, Kronos, you know, and Gaia are sitting out there as well. They didn't really demonstrate who was Kronos and who was Gaia out of the giants. Perhaps they will. Perhaps Kronos will come through. So there's very there's a lot of stuff that can they can really touch on. Uh, they and they just they just showed at the end. Hades in his realm, just to to fight, like, for fucking like 30 seconds. So that's another main player that, you know, you know, and also, you know, just there's a lot. There's Medusa's out there, and I think they kind of talked about Medusa slightly. They just mentioned that Perseus was able to defeat her because he was calm, and Hercules was able to defeat. And they talked about, you know, a couple of things, but. The Kraken is sitting out there, you know. They can get into that. That I mean, there's just a lot of things that they can they can do with the story uh, going forward. Or going with, you know, they can. I mean, I guess they can stay in the same the same vein. They don't have to bring in Athena or you know any of these other places. But I think they should. They, they mean the show is that good. Hopefully, they can. Bring more characters into this. Uh, but with that said. I go watch it. It's fucking phenomenal. Um, now to wrap this episode up. I worked out on Saturday. And just started working out again. After I don't know. Fucking like. A year and a half. Break. And I kicked the shit out of my body. Um, and I plan on working out today. just having, I'm still sore. From Saturday. Uh, and I have not, like, some of my muscles have not gone back to being, like, where they don't, and, like, it hurts to stand up. (laughs) I worked at that hard, and I'm, like, in my bed, I you don't realize, but you use a lot of abdomen muscles to get out of bed, and, like, getting out of bed has been hard. Uh, but I'm going to get back on it. I think I'm going to start working on, like, three times a week, Maybe. You know, I need to get back on it. You, you know, my diet has been shit, so I got to do something to stem the tide of just being a fat slob. <laughs> All right. And I'm going to work out. I'm going to work out. And, yeah, I'm going to do a little bit better on my diet. So hopefully shed a few pounds, fit into some sweaters I got, fit into some clothes. I actually, I've been hovering around my previous weight before I started working out the last time. And I kind of want to just get back down to, like, 260, 250 where I was at before I, breathed, before I let myself back go. But I think I can get there. Uh, this time, I, you know, I got to stay with it. But this time, I think what I'm going to do different, I'm going to work out. And then instead of, you know... The diet, obviously, I'm going to get the diet under control, but instead of working out, you know, and, you know, really, like, relying on, like, some cardio, I think I'm going to work out, and I think I'm going to, because last time I was working out, but I wasn't really working at work. I think I'm going to work at work, and then work out at home, like. Get a double dose of using all my body's muscles. You know what I mean? Like, before, I was kind of slow. It was slow when I was working out. So I had the time to work out. Like, on my days off, I wasn't working. Um, but this time, I'm going to be... I'm going to think I'm going to just be a little bit more active. Is what I think I'm going to do. I'm going to just stay a little bit more active. You know, right now, we're hitting winter. It's fucking freezing. It actually rained for the first time in, like... I don't know how many days. Uh, Fucking rain... Finally. And as we had the temp actually dipped. So, like I said, I'm going to get back to working out. And I, I, I got a Biden flag, which I'm going to start flying and waving around. You know, I'm going to work tomorrow at work. Not working today because I got canceled. But I, for sure I'm working tomorrow. So, <sighs> yeah, that's what's going on personally. I think next week, next episode I do, maybe not next week. Uh, I might do the sports talk. You know, it just depends on how this week goes. I, I'm watching One Piece. So now, you know, let me get, talk about One Piece for a minute here. I finally got into it. It only took like fucking 30 episodes. But I finally got into it. Uh, This motherfucker, Luffy. He's got to be the most You know, Gon actually was a fighter. He wanted to fight people. Luffy, I don't think, really think, wants to fight him. He just kind of falls into these situations where he's fighting. Uh, but he's organizing a team. He's got Zoro. Uh, he's already beaten like three or four guys. And, and honestly, his body can stretch. And I see that being a plus, but also seeing it being a negative. They say he can't swim, and he wants to be a pirate, so I don't know. Uh, His gum-gum attack, uh, his ability to do anything with his body. I don't understand how they cut him, because in theory, he shouldn't be cut. Uh, But he's been taking a lot of damage as of lately. He's fighting this motherfucker, Don Krieg. Uh, I haven't finished watching that. That's where I'm at. He's fucking fighting with Don Krieg right now. Uh, Don Creek just leaves his MH5 poison gas and fucked up Gin san And then there's Sanji-san. And uh, Captain Usopp, Usoppa-san. So right now, the the characters are Usopp, Zoro, Luffy, the girl, I can't think of her name right off the top of my head. And Sanji, I think, is gonna join the team uh, as a cook. That's what he was looking for, a cook. <laughs> but they they still gotta defeat Don Don Krieg. And I don't, him and Don Krieg are going back and forth. But I don't know why Luffy just doesn't fucking grab this motherfucker. I don't know why he insisted on and throw fucking Don Krieg out to sea. Motherfucker could have just fucking tossed his ass to the ocean. And Don Krieg, to me, doesn't look like. With all that armor, like, he can fucking swim. But then everybody knows about the devil fruit. And they don't... I don't know when they're going to touch on that. Like I said, I'm just watching it slowly. A couple episodes here, a couple episodes there. I, I really wanted to get through Blue Exorcist because that one was shorter. And I could be done with it. Um, but what, watching One Piece, I mean... Luffy, not got half a brain on him. That's what I'm... <laughs> Motherfucker... He could have beaten fucking uh, the fucking first guy. I can't think of his name. uh, The clown fucking guy uh, with the buggy bombs. (laughs) He could have fucking beaten that guy fairly quick, too. Now that I think about it. And he could have fucking beaten uh, the homie with the fucking hands, Kuro-san. Uh, in his fucking fast feet attack or whatever the fuck kind of. If he'd have just fucking punched him a number of times, it would have been over him. But he let that motherfucker do his dance and then, you know, fuck up a lot of shit. Now, what is interesting is they let Zoro fight with this other motherfucker that's got a, a, a fucking blade from hell. I don't know who the fuck that guy is, but maybe he'll. It's going to pop up. He's the number one. Oh, you know what? He's a Hawkeye something. I forgot what his name is. But he's the number one swordsman in the, in the world. And Zoro, he absolutely fucking gives Zoro a shellacking. Uh, the motherfucker was fighting with the putty knife. And, the, and Zoro and his three attacks couldn't even scratch him. Although it was a close fight. By no means was Zoro out of it. But he just could not do shit to the other guys so hawkeye i think it's not either night eye or hawkeye no night eye is on um, mha the yeah this guy's hawkeye something and he fucked up don Krieg's whole fleet uh single-handedly zoro's Zorro, got a long way to go before he catches that fucking eye. but yeah I, overall i'm finally getting into it i mean You know, I'm finally getting into it. So, how long am I going to... I mean, there's a thousand episodes. I'm on episode three. I don't know when the fuck I'm going to catch up to the rest of the world. But... I mean... I'm in no rush either. I'm trying to learn the Japanese language, so... That's just my prognosis of one piece. I'm finally getting into it, so... Only, only after I mean, after thirty some odd episodes, they they be bullshitting a lot in fucking One Piece though too. I mean, Luffy be bullshitting a lot. You know, initially I kind of had him, him and Gone have the same kind of the kind of overall happy kind of don't see the seriousness of, of what's going on around them kind of to kind of take a lighter tone to things. But Gon was a straight up a warrior. He wanted to beat motherfuckers like, he wanted to beat uh, Hisoka. He couldn't initially, but you know Hisoka sent him packing immediately. Uh, And Luffy, to me, like, I don't know. He really wants to beat people up front. He just kind of like cornball and goofball around. Maybe that's his shtick, which is fine, but. He got a long ways to go, too. I don't know if he's ever going to start taking fighting seriously and start actually training or what the fuck. But, yeah, well, that's it for this episode, guys. Like I said, I don't know what I'm going to talk about next. Maybe some sports. Who knows what's on the docket? You know, we'll see. Maybe Trump fucking does some wild shit. But either way, it's fucking Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, man. My... My president and, and vice president, president coming in January. Like I said, I might go out to the streets, you know, just because of what it meant. You know, when Obama won and then he won again, I felt like we defeated white people's mentality a little bit. But this time we really defeated. Ra- racism was on the ticket and we fucking shellacked this fucking clown uh Donald Trump. So now I can say fuck Donald Trump, fuck his MAGA uh, troops, and not have to worry about them censoring or coming after my ass, because they can't anymore. They they got they got fucked up all on their own. <laughs> all right, guys, I'm out. Later.